All right, it's Wisdom Wednesday once again. Today we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 17. There's 28 verses in this proverb. So as usual, let's get this wisdom. Also, have you been drinking water? Because it is hot outside. I'm not playing about that. Drink that water, y'all. Stay hydrated. All right, it's another Wisdom Wednesday. It's Proverbs chapter 17. I'm going to be reading out the ACSB version today. Also, I wanted to say this because I forgot to say the last two times I've done Wisdom Wednesday. If you have a favorite proverb, let me know what it is. Text me at 662-371-8877. Let me know what that favorite proverb is so I can put it on the next episode. Let everybody else know what it is. Don't worry. We won't tell your name. You can keep your anonymity if you want to. So let's get right into Proverbs chapter 17. As you know, it's only 28 verses. So it says, better a dry crust with peace than a house full of feasting with strife. A wise servant will rule over a disgraceful son and share an inheritance among brothers. A crucible for silver and a smelter for gold. And the Lord is a tester of hearts. A wicked person listens to malicious talk. A liar pays attention to destructive tongue. The one who mocks the poor insults his maker. And one who, re who rejoices over calamity will not go unpunished. Grandchildren are the crown of the elderly, and the pride of sons is their fathers. Eloquent words are not appropriate on a fool's lips. How much worse are lies for a ruler? A bribe seems like magic, like a magic stone to its owner. Whenever he turns, he succeeds. Whoever conceals an offense promotes love, but whoever gossips about it separates friends. A rebuke cuts into a perceptive person. More than a hundred lashes into a fool. An evil man seeks only rebellion. A cruel messenger will be sent against him. Better for a man to meet a bear robbed of her cubs than, than a fool in his foolishness. If anyone returns evil for good, evil will never part from his house, depart from his house. To conflict, to start a conflict is to release a flood, but to stop a dispute before, stop a dispute before it breaks out. Acquitting the guilty and contemning the just are both detestable to the Lord. Why does a fool have money in his hand with no intention of buying wisdom? A friend loves, loves at all times, and a brother is born in a difficult time. One without sense enters an agreement and puts up security for his friends. One who loves to offend loves strife. One who builds a high threshold invites injury. One who, one with a twisted mind will not succeed, and one with deceitful speech will fall into ruin. A man, a man fathers a fool to his own sorrow. The father of a fool has no joy. A joyful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. A wicked man secretly takes a bribe to support, to subvert the course of justice. Wisdom is the focus of the perceptive. But a fool's eyes roam on the ends of the earth. A foolish son is a grief to his father, and bitterness the one to the one who bore him. It is certainly not good to to a fine and innocent person, or it's certainly not good to find an innocent person, or to beat a noble for his honesty. The intelligent person restrains his words, and the one who keeps a cool head is a man of understanding. Even a fool is considered wise when he keeps silent, discerning when he seals his lips. Okay, 
So I like a lot of these in this chapter. <clears throat> but let's go with like top 10 max. I know I be, I be saying I'm going to do a few and then I end up doing 30 of them. The whole book, the whole chapter, the whole verse. So let's go with this one right here first. Um, it says, a wise servant will rule over a disgraceful son and sharing an inheritance among the brothers. Are we wise servants who can share an inheritance among the brothers? Or are we the foolish son who ignores his father and is foolish and does not share an inheritance with his brothers and a wise servant does? So that's a twofold. We can either be the wise servant or we could be the disgraceful son. So you got to choose which one you're going to be. Another one I like is um, verse 13. It says, if anyone returns evil for good, evil will not depart from his house. So beware of returning evil for good. You know, you don't want to do that. You do not want to do that because evil will never depart from your house. Another one I like is verse 10. It says, a rebuke cuts into a perceptive person more than a hundred lashes into a fool. So if you're a perceptive person and you're rebuked for something, it cuts deep into them. So if you know people who are very perceptive, very perceptive, be careful with how you uh, rebuke them, not to rebuke them badly, even though the Bible already says don't rebuke anybody very harshly. Another one I like is 14. To release, to start a conflict is to release a flood. To stop a dispute, stop a dispute before it breaks out. So we should be always trying to be peacemakers, stopping disputes before they happen. 15 is another good one. Acquitting the guilty and condemning the just are both detestable to the Lord. So if you're somebody who acquits the guilty and condemns the just, then you're detestable to the Lord. And when these things happen, it's detestable to the Lord. It happens a lot in our court systems, by the way. We condemn the just. We condemn people who haven't done anything wrong. There are a lot of innocent people in prison right now. Another one I like is 17. A friend lo loves at all times, and a brother is born during a difficult time. I have many friends become almost brothers to me because of the times that we've ended up having to do things together and our relationship has actually gotten better because of the things that we had to do together. So another one I like is uh, this one right here. 24 says, wisdom is the focus of the perceptive, but a fool's eyes roam to the ends of the earth. So when when you're seeking wisdom, you're going to look, it's the focus of the perceptive is to seek wisdom. You listen to the Christian Boy podcast on Wisdom Wednesday for this very reason. So you're not a fool whose eyes are roaming the earth endlessly. Like, another one I like is 25. It says, a foolish son is agreed to his father and bitterness to the one who bore him. Now, we heard about the foolish son being a grief to his mother in the last chapter. And I like that he includes his grief to his father, too. We see this with fathers with kids who had great potential and who were going to do great things. And then they end up just being mediocre at best. It'll be better if they weren't mediocre, but they're not. They're even worse than mediocre. Now, the last three that I like are 26, 27, and 28. 26, it says, It is certainly not good to find an innocent person or to beat a noble for his honesty. Oftentimes, we get angry at people when we tell them to be honest with us. That is very interesting with me. And then we oftentimes punish the innocent when they haven't done anything wrong. By punishing people who haven't done anything wrong, we're often inciting violence or inciting the need for them to do something wrong by punishing them for doing something wrong. This is why we don't punish all your, this is why you shouldn't punish all your kids if one of your kids does something wrong. Now, although it may warrant a talking to, it shouldn't warrant a punishment. 
27 says, the intelligent person restrains his words, and the one who keeps a cool head is a man of understanding. Again, we see that people who have self-control are people who are understanding, and wise, intelligent people don't waste their words. Because there are some arguments and some conversations that you shouldn't even waste your words in. You shouldn't even be talking in, because it doesn't really matter. And finally, verse 28 says, even a fool is considered wise when he keeps silent, discerning when he seals his lips. Shut up! That's what this one basically means. Everybody seems smarter than they actually are when they actually just close their mouth and don't say anything. So that one teaches me a lot too, because sometimes I like talking to defend myself. But if I just keep quiet, I seem like I, ha I know more than I actually probably know, and I'm wiser than I actually probably am. So that is very good advice, verse 28. All right, this has been Wisdom Wednesday on the Christian Boy Podcast. All right, hopefully you enjoyed that episode. And now, if you want to get in contact with me, we have Facebook, we have Instagram. Just search up Christian Boy Podcast and you should find me. Also, you can text me at 662-371-8877 or you can send me an email at mosheakili at gmail.com. Hopefully you've enjoyed this episode. God bless you and see you on the next one.